This episode is a special episode in collaboration with MTV as a mini tribute to the wonderful hip-hop reality show they hosted titled MTV Hustle 03 Represent. Please make sure to check out all of the amazing performances on the show through the link in the description. For now though, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the latest episode of the Indoensers podcast. This episode is a special episode in collaboration with MTV Hustle, ahead of the finals of MTV Hustle 3.0 coming up this weekend. To, to prepare all of you for the upcoming finals, we have one of the finalists of MTV 3.0, the first female finalist in fact, here at the Indoensers podcast. Our guest started off her artistic journey early on with Kathak, after which she went through a phase of playing guitar and singing before she ultimately found her home in the world of original hip-hop. Her diverse artistic background truly shines through in her rap as well, whether it's incorporating rap into semi-classical in the form of Alibela Sajan, into rock in the form of Yelame Nidan, into traditional folk in the form of Morbaneta Nagatikare or Kate, among various other genres and languages she has covered. Coming from a humble background in Ratnagiri, Maharashtra, she has risen to national stardom not only by capturing the hearts of MTV uh, Hustle judges and fans, but also through her work previously with record labels such as Kalamkad Music and Z Music India, and now with Dopamine Records. To discuss her journey and the upcoming finals in greater detail, I'm super excited to be sitting down today with the powerhouse singer and rapper, Mrinal Shankar. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Thank you for inviting me and thank you for such a lovely introduction. That was a long intro. I didn't know that I've done that, that much. I've kind of forgotten about it. <laughs> I mean, every guest says this, that they're kind of surprised to hear everything they've done. But just a reminder that, you know, you need to look back and be proud of everything you've achieved because you've achieved a lot, certainly. Long uh, while so, yeah. that we're doing um, this now. So if, sometimes it happens that we forget what happened a few years back. And we're just enjoying this moment so we don't remember our hustles before this one. True, true. So yeah, I'd just like to use this podcast as an opportunity to kind of look at your past and kind of see how you've gotten to this stage, how you've gotten to where you are right now. So let's start right in the beginning. Um, I'd like to spend a few minutes understanding your musical background. As I understand it, you started off with Kathak, but you've also spoken extensively about your love for Beyonce and other such female pop artists. So those are completely different genres. And so that suggests you've had a very diverse and, you know, uh, musical upbringing. Can you tell us a little bit about the music you listened to when you were a child? What were what were the first musical genres that you were exposed to? I come from a very... Uh middle class Marathi family and we literally did not have any uh, you know other channels TV channels uh, or internet access like people used to have at that time uh, uh, until 12th grade I guess so my musical journey actually started pretty late uh, before that we used to watch only Doodarshan you know DD National and there was only uh, one movie every weekend which you watch in two three parts or something like that so I had a very constrained knowledge of international stuff uh, but when I uh, at that time I was involved in classical dance and I wanted to do western but I did not have access to it in my uh, city where I uh, where I spent my childhood so when I shifted to Mum, uh, shifted to Pune for engineering uh, that's my birthplace too that's why I call myself Punechi Poor uh, so it's like there actually I got a chance to explore my uh, you know vocal abilities to show it 
and i received the appreciation and then i realized okay i'm good at this i didn't know that i was good at this i was doing multiple things i was good at sports i was good in uh, uh, educational you know exams and competitive exams and i had actually planned to be, uh, become an officer or something you know so totally academic career i had planned for myself because i was good at studies but uh, when i came to uh, pune for engineering now i realized the other potential of me i got to be a part i got a chance to be a part of a rock band where i was a lead singer there and so i got to be part of a rock band and i was lead singer there and we performed at many college events and that's where we uh, you know i realized that this feels like home the stage is the place where i don't want to get you know get out of there for a moment when i'm there i'm very comfortable it felt like i'm supposed to do this i'm meant for this so still i was in doubt that should i continue my education should i should i do a job and do music so it took me a long time to realize that music is the only thing i want to do and not i don't want to balance job and music i did that i was working in a uh, production company or that was a, a international production company actually uh, worked there for an for a year or two and then i realized that i'm not made for this that i wanted to give it a try you know go have a safer option but uh, it didn't work out as i thought it would so yes i decided that i will not uh, pursue my engineering career uh, i will just do this i spent some months uh, without a job i th- I, jo- i was just thinking what can i do how can i earn a little bit so that i can invest in my music so i took a part time job as a music teacher in online school that was probably a time uh, 2020 you know when it was there was a lockdown and we had to sit home so i was doing it as a part uh, as a part time job uh, you know online schools there were some online schools and i was teaching music to kids so that's how it you know took a turn that only music lane will be there now no other distractions so i thought i'll figure out slowly what i have to do and eventually in lockdown only i explored my hip hop side before that i was only looking at my looking at me uh, as a singer you know who sings hooks in hip hop songs there is a singer always a singer lady singer who sings hooks and she is known for that only i was like i will be that person but later when i realized that uh, okay i can be more than that so i started writing i before 2020 i was a uh, uh, a performer at bars and cafes who you know who play solo gigs acoustic gigs bollywood mashups and this and that i used to do that but even after doing that for a few months i realized that i'm not the important factor in this whole setup uh, people are looking at me as a secondary option uh, you know as an they they're not coming for me they're not coming for my music not 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 for my voice uh, it feels very sad when somebody you're playing for 2 hours and they're not even looking at you then that was a point i realized that uh, i want to make something where i'm respected for my art and original music was one of the ways to do it so that's why i chose to write and it eventually turned out to be rap uh, that's what came within uh, you know from me so yeah that's how i started it <laughs> i mean i find it fascinating because you say you know you only realized music was for you later on But there was a really interesting story I heard about your childhood which is that when you were at school you'd get these poems you'd compose tunes for them and then your yes. friends really liked them so they would sing your tunes to these poems I mean I found that mind boggling because you know you don't necessarily come from 
you know, a, a strict musical background from your earliest days, but yet you were able to compose these tunes. So how do you think you were able to do this at such a young age? Was it instinct or was there somebody who inspired you or, or anything like that? I, uh, you know, when I was in school, actually, I did not have any musical influence also because we didn't have access to internet that much. Uh, whatever, you know, came, uh, happened that time was just natural. That It just came to me. So there was some interest, but along with music, I was doing many other things. So I did not realize that I'm made for just music. I thought maybe I can be a dancer or maybe I can be um, a sports person. So I was very confused, you know, I, uh, in school you do tons of things, your parents go take you to all of the classes and extracurricular activities and I was good at all of them. So it took me a lot of time to realize which one is it that I don't have to, you know, push myself in, I just fit in. So it took me almost, uh, I realized it at the age of 23-24 that yes, only music you have to do, don't look at anything else. And I was distracted in all other talents I had. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, yeah, and you talked about how your road to becoming a professional musician was tricky because there was a period where, you know, you had to figure out what you wanted to do in life. And I found your journey quite similar to another artist I've interviewed previously, a folk singer named uh, Anjal Srivastava. And... Both of you have this similarity in that you're both female, yet your voices are in the lower register. And so she was talking about how she faced a lot of trouble and criticism because people couldn't get used to, you know, a female singer singing in a lower voice. And now it's such a big strength of yours, but I've heard that it's caused you troubles in the, pa in the past. Did you ever feel like people judged you or made fun of you because of your unique vocal texture? Yes, but uh, they judged me for sure. You know, when I came to Pune, I went to some uh, singing competitions where I was, I'm, I'm still not vocally trained. Now I can say I'm better at it because I uh, realized some things and some tricks and some lessons and I uh, learned myself a few little things. But before, in 2014-15, uh, I used to go to competitions and I was not uh, very vocally trained. So I used to just sing in whatever voice I have and how, however natural it comes to me. So what used to uh, happen is I used to sing songs like suppose uh, Halidil, okay, some Bollywood songs. But I used to sing it in exact scale uh, as a, in the exact scale in which the male singer was singing originally. I did not used to pitch it up because it was comfortable to me. So it was like uh, the judges used to think that I'm, uh, it's no, I'm, I'm bringing that sound to me. They thought that's not my natural voice. So it took, uh, I got rejected at a lot of competitions uh, saying that, you know, this is not your originality. They thought that girls are, the girls come with a very, you know, uh, thin sound, you know, very melodious and soothing sound. But I did not have that naturally. But when I used to be in myself, I was told that you're not being yourself. So it took me a lot of time to realize that, uh, okay, what am I doing? I don't know what's going wrong. So, um, and my voice was naturally very heavy. Like even, uh, even from school, I used to be in NCC. So I was, um, what do we say, PO cadet. You know, you order your troop to go forward or march or stop and left and right. So I used to uh, give orders in very loud voice. So I think that was somewhere I got trained to just throw it out, all out, the energy, the power. It came from that, I feel. So it was natural to me. Also, I feel most of the girls these days have heavier voices. That's also because of the hormonal imbalance. 
somewhere because most girls have pcod and this and that i also have it so i feel somewhere my voice has become heavier and heavier uh, because of of course my lifestyle uh, and of course it is originally somewhere then and also it's because of hormones because uh, it is one of the side effects of pcos or pcod so that's why it's like it's natural we don't bring it out it's just there we can't help it so we just have to put it to good use and use it properly and at right place so uh, to get where should i use it uh, to understand that it took me a lot of time that's only regret i have that i why couldn't i figure it out earlier that's it <laughs> Well, you've certainly figured it out now in the world of hip hop, and it's very interesting because you know you were doing this kind of more Bollywood or, or cover artist kind of stuff, and then suddenly you switched into hip hop and just became an absolute superstar. It seems like almost overnight from the outside. So, like, how did you get into hip hop, and like, how did you kind of grasp it or or understand the genre so quickly? Because a lot of people, you know, graft for. 10 15 years just in hip hop and then they get to the level you're at you seem to have got it really quickly i grasped grasped it a little quicker maybe because i had a singing background before i had a sense of rhythm uh, because of my you know i spent 5 years learning kathak so i learned rhythm very pro- very uh, perfectly you know i was never off beat uh, i do had guitar classes for a year and year and two so i learned guitar i used to teach guitar to little kids so i had a knowledge of you know being playing it and singing it at the same time and also you know uh, uh being in a pitch and scale and everything so i got prepared vocally uh, in those 8 9 years where i was just singing and trying to learn singing and when i realized that i had to make music i had to write originals original music is the new future you know so uh, when i realized i started writing and it just uh I wrote it as a poetry, and somebody uh, told me that Manal, you know, you should try hip hop. You should try to rap. It will suit your voice. So even after I was told that, after many months, I tried to write a rap just out of curiosity, and "Karke Dikhaegi" was my first song actually. Uh, it's on my YouTube channel. Uh, but what happened is uh, <laughs> that song I wrote it just to let out my emotions. I had a big fight at my home. because they were not uh, agreeing me being a part of a rock band where all boys are there there are late night shows and uh, there is no money looking right now because we are just giving you know being part of a competitions if we win we only earn money and uh, they just didn't like me hanging out with so many boys for so late at night and it's not safe for you they are the only girl so uh, there was a, there was a big fight over this at while working while doing a job i was doing competitions and i had no time to give at home so we are we have we were like fighting over phone and i made my father cry because i was like being very very um, persistent that i am i'm not listening to anyone like i'm doing you said me you said that uh, do job and do do whatever you want i'm doing that and now you have problems with it so we were fighting fighting and then uh, <laughs> uh he cried i cried and then i wrote this they wrote this first song which came to be a rap and uh, that song later became my reality actually i said karke dikhayegi sahi warna lot ke aayegi nahi and uh, that song was written uh, as a storyline you know keeping a storyline in my mind that i leave my home i go achieve something and after many years i come back and you know show them i am something i did it so that was a storyline but eventually it came true that i had to leave my house 
I went away somewhere and there was a big drama. I will explain it somewhere later. So I got like, uh, it's like hip hop pulled me into it because my life got so messed up that I had to leave the job. I had to write more because writing was actually therapeutic, you know. It uh, makes you concentrate. It makes you de- uh, get detached from the world or, you know, it, you can put your thoughts. Your, eventually it turned out like I can only write what I have experienced or what I have felt. It's very difficult for me to write imaginary things. Uh, so sometimes it's uh, very difficult for me to write quickly because I write from from my own life experience or what I'm feeling at that moment and not uh, what I have to imagine and create a situation and uh, you know put myself in somewhere someone else's shoes and that's very difficult for me so uh, I, that's how I got into hip hop that I can purely just put out my emotions and compose i can compose uh, i i was able to compose anyhow you know because of the musical experience before it was easy to uh, just fit every my words in the meter and uh, to project it in highs and lows and my the way of delivering it was not boring also my voice was heavy so it it, it was fitting into hip hop very perfectly i didn't need to make a space there was a space for this kind of voice so yeah i just had to make more music and people appreciated me more when i started putting out rap videos and i realized okay so maybe let's try this now because i used to put uh, singing videos also because that's my first love and then i used to just try let's see what happens if i put out this so when i saw that there was um, more appreciation and uh, people made me realize my, that side of me which i was not looking at so i thought let's try this and eventually in few months of putting out rap videos i got signed into one of the biggest levels of uh, in hip hop industry so i felt that okay i don't believe it yet that i'm made for hip hop but hip hop is calling me you know, to honor to itself so maybe that's how it's meant to is maybe that's what supposed to be so i just happened to be there and it happened to me very easily and i didn't have to struggle for it you know to earn money from music uh, it happened very quickly in hip hop So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one thing I love about your your repertoire is even within the world of hip hop. I talked about how you were incorporating different genres, but you're also kind of rapping to all these different types of beats. So you know, you're doing uh maybe this more laid back thing with like I don't know, XTC or recently you did Amiri, which is this like Jersey style really fast paced thing. You've done stuff with trap, with drill, and It's so interesting to see you explore all these different types of beats that require different approaches. How do you approach do you, do you differentiate your approach to the type of beat that you're writing for? Does it all just flow naturally? So what's happening is uh even for this competition before this competition, uh my mindset is I'm still getting to know what's my thing. You know? Uh there is every artist say even if it's divine first uh, beat plays a uh, beat first in first few seconds of his beat you can uh, you can feel that okay divine is will be divine will be singing on this beat you know there there's divine's voice coming in so i did not i don't i still don't have that uh, my you know which is my thing i can say that this is my area that uh, if this beat plays you know uh, uh, so, so currently what i'm doing is i'm just exploring uh, also checking the market you know what works what doesn't work also i don't know what uh, uh in which zone i'm perfect or uh, in which zone i'm good at 
or great at so i'm doing everything and just checking right now that what is it that works what doesn't work because uh, everyone wants appreciation and i want uh, whatever music i put i want it to reach want it to reach to people i don't want it to get ignored or something so i'm just finding that perfect uh, balance you know for that you have to try in a hundred different zones and then see ki which one is yours or which one is it uh, which you like and which one is it which audience likes so you have to just blend both of them together and everyone is happy so i'm finding that and then uh, for that purposes i i'm trying in every i'm stepping in every genre every zone and just checking that you know let's see which one blows up or which one is loved which one is respected and then we'll do accordingly so that's what i'm doing i'm still finding my zone <laughs> yeah as part of the journey of finding your zone of course you entered yeah. mtv hustle yeah. 3.0 and uh that's been an incredible journey for you because you've been able to do all these different types of songs and you've been able to meet and collaborate with all these different rappers artists producers so just in general can you kind of talk to us about what your biggest takeaways from this journey has been uh yeah from mtv hustle i will say before coming to hustle na i think for one year or less than a year i was not able to write a uh, good you know satisfactory uh, writing i couldn't bring it out uh, for multiple reasons i was not in a good state i was feeling very demotivated i did not feel like writing anymore i was not trying and i thought that if i am uh, i had realized it before that if i am in a place of you know pressure if i am giving given a deadline if i am uh, told that you know i am in a situation where i have to have to make songs then i can definitely write because i <laughs> i know my pattern so i thought if i go to hustle by chance uh, at least i'll learn to write because of the pressure so that was the goal and it happened uh, it was hard in initial days we had more time but later on uh, literally we had 2 3 days to write compose record and remember the song because uh, in one we had one week but i am someone who takes a lot of time to get in the zone before writing so i used to think used to take uh, take 3 days to just start the work then two days to write it then one day to remember it <laughs> so it was very hectic for me uh, and but i did it i did it. i pulled it off one track i did fumble that was because of you know i got i started it very late and i couldn't remember it uh, that's why i fumbled but i understood that uh, i can write now i can push myself i have to just start it um, and then i can complete it i i i did not i had lost the feeling of you know even starting to write the song uh i did not feel like just sitting and focusing in making a new song so i think i found that in mtv hustle that i can do it uh everybody knew my situation what i was going through before coming to hustle you know team artist so literally everyone had help help me i i was not able to write songs in my own room because uh, it was very homely we were living we were living there for a long time so i had made that room my home so i felt like i can't write uh in a comfortable space i can write maybe i have to go out maybe in a place where like uh, you know uh which is not mine so which is a little bit uncomfortable so i used to go to others rooms and then i used to write i used to bother them a lot like you do your thing let's just let me sit here i will just stay, change my direction and i'll do my work so that's how i wrote songs in hustle <laughs> so i got a lot of tricks that how can i make myself write songs so even if i don't want to write songs i don't feel like how can i push myself 
so that's what i learned and it's necessary as an as a full time artist uh, even though you are not in a good state of mind sometimes you may have to work because there are deadlines or because you have commitments so i think that's the biggest takeaway from me for me yeah. okay and yeah i would love to talk to you more about you know uh your journey and of course at hustle unfortunately i'm also looking at the clock uh, so i'll start to wrap up of course we've got the mtv uh, hustle finals this weekend there'll be a lot of people excited to see you perform and of course all of the other contestants perform as well can you just give us a sneak peek on you know what we can expect from of course your performance and from the finals in general what should we look out for um my performance i will say i have uh, actually told my life story in a very short um, in a very you know uh, concluding manner it's not very deep but uh, i have just told bits and pieces of uh, my story and how i got into hip hop and what happened before it uh, it's very close to me and it was very personal uh, so i've actually gone you know personal again in my last song where i'm explaining what i am and uh, i had fun actually it was a nice it was a great experience to perform the last song and in front of judges where i'm not judged uh, because it's just a finale performance they were enjoying it they were feeling it and uh, i'm just happy that everybody got to know uh, this side of me this side of uh, this story of me and uh, it was overwhelming for me and for them also who understood from the song that what i was saying So yeah, I'm just thankful and grateful that I got to perform that song on stage, and I made it because of Hustle. I did not think that I will uh, get to perform it on Hustle uh, because it was an extra song I had made. But I I'm glad that I got to tell my story on national television. So I'm happy, and the finales will surprise you. Just stay tuned. I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm sure everyone else is too. Uh, so, yeah, just to end this podcast, uh, we have a tradition here on the Endo Answers podcast, a closing tradition, and it's a very simple question: What's on your playlist right now? My playlist. Oh, also oh, currently, uh, it's the finale song only. I actually did not change it after that. <laughs> I was listening to it because I was practicing, but um, recent liked song of me was Kingdom. by more so yeah actually i listen to different uh, genres of song uh, songs uh, not mainly hip hop since you know i like blending different genres with hip hop so i uh, i usually listen to other genres and then hip hop side is what whichever comes naturally to naturally to me i just blend it with the musical side so i listen to other other genres and then blend into hip hop yeah <laughs> sounds cool. great Yeah, yes. thank you for for the suggestion. I will check that song out and yeah. Uh so yeah, I think we'll leave it at that. Uh it's a bit of a shorter episode this time due to the time constraints, but thank you so much for for your time and thank you to to the listeners for tuning in as well. Make sure to check out all of Renal's music and of course make sure to tune in to the finals of MTV Hustle 3.0 Saturday and Sunday 7 p.m. Indian Standard Time only on MTV India and Jio Cinemas. Thank you and I'll see you next time.